it is a special Sunday night edition of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast, episode 252. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, what's going on? Not much, my friend. Thank you for agreeing to move the episode back just a little bit. Now we I... have, sorry, we have to have a little chat. Go on. Continue. Yes, I had to attend um, the uh, the Elite show last night, um, which, which was very fun. Apparently, um, apparently, Dad requested your presence. Well, actually, Dad was not there, but he. Oh, did. the son was there, but Dad wasn't. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. So he he had he had <laughs> he has some some uh, explaining to do uh, when I see him next. But he did send uh, representatives of his faculty and just. And justifiably so, his representative lost his match. So oh, wow. just justice was done last night. And then um, the main the main event specifically was very very good. Um, we got some new blood in the main event taking on the oh. um, taking on the champion TJ Sykes, who was very very good. If you guys have never heard of the Red Prince, TJ Sykes. He's an independent wrestler who I highly recommend uh, you guys check out. He's uh, he, he's very, very good. And I'm not just saying that because he is uh, the champion of our, uh, of our promotion. He happens to be extremely talented and good at what he does. Very good. Uh, um, so yeah, and then the, the, new, the new issue, at least on the main event scene, that um, took him on last night was Mason Walls. He's he's known primarily as a tag team guy. You've probably heard me mention the tag team before, uh, Black Magic. But um, uh, I believe that his tag team partner, Tony Mako, is currently out with injury. So um, he got his first opportunity at the heavyweight title last night. And even though he came up short, the match was fantastic. It was a false count anywhere. Or no, I'm sorry, not a false count anywhere. No holds barred match. And okay. It, it was absolutely fantastic stuff. So um, I fully expect to see Mason um, Walls back on the main event scene. And this was certainly not his only attempt at... Uh, singles championship gold. So I look forward to. I always like seeing new blood on the main event scene because you know it, it's kind of like you know WWE. After a certain amount of time, seeing the same guys on the main event scene, no matter how no matter how good they are, it just gets a little stale. So it's always nice when you can uh, put someone new in the mix. Definitely. So, so it sounded like it was a fun show. Absolutely, and I I don't have um I don't have uh the notes to do a full review today. Well, no, no, you just you just give us like the cliff notes, I guess. Yeah, yes, the <laughs> the synopsis. Yeah. But um, but yes, yeah. it's very good, and um. You know, I know, I know. In general, we we tend to cover the big leagues of you know pro wrestling on this show, as as a lot of podcasts do. But I, uh, I genuinely encourage our listeners to uh, 
go and support any, you know, independently that you can, mm-hmm. um, in, in your, in your area, especially if they have a very good reputation. Now me, I'm spoiled with, um, you know, with that primarily through my connection with the elite pro wrestling Alliance, but also I've been to uh, Maryland championship wrestling before and they also do a phenomenal job. So, um, I don't, obviously I don't know where our listeners are, um, are from depending on, uh, where or how you listen. But, um, if you have quality, uh, independent wrestling in your area, I encourage you to go check them out because, um, who knows? You might uh, you you might encounter the next Austin Theory before he uh, emerges on WWE TV. All right, and um, and this show is going to be much like last week's show because we already have our our notes together. Yes, but but I I am much less tired so um so this one will be a longer one and I'll be able to go into more detail as will Elio and we do have um, the uh, sorry go on and we do have some some of the uh extra stuff for you as well so um this will be a much more normal length show and um, uh, and of course um we have the two questions that we're going to be putting up this week, uh, which uh, I will uh, run by you and uh, get your your thoughts on. Absolutely. As well as a fantasy match. Yes. All right. So we say we kick things off with Monday Night Raw. Yep. And for high points on this Raw, I have, first of all, yeah, that opening segment, the stir up between Solo and Rhea. <laughs> Yeah, like even even the even the little uh, you know the little nuance where where uh, Paul asked asked uh, Solo to move, you know, or asked Jimmy to change places with Solo, and then Solo changed them back, and Rhea went with him. I mean, that's um, it's very rare where a female can can go eye to eye with a male performer yep. and uh, have it be a believable stare down. But Rhea is one of those, um, one of those rare few that I can do that. Now speaking um, of speaking, sorry, speaking of Rhea Ripley, um, we were talking about a fantasy match, uh, a future fantasy match, Rhea Ripley versus China. Yeah, and actually, it was it was my. Um, it was my conversation that sparked that uh, future fantasy match. Because um, um, if you guys haven't yet, I um, I guessed I did a guest spot on the um, most recent edition of the Wrestling POV podcast. Once again, thank you, Elio and and um, Tony and Clay for having me. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed being on that show. And uh, it's always it's always good to shoot the shit with you guys, um, and uh, oh, always great conversation. But yes, um, um, Rhea and China is to me is the epitome of uh, a fascinating uh, fantasy match. You know, because it's interesting because you know you hear a lot of comparisons 
between Raquel Rodriguez. Her name is Raquel Gonzalez, but that's neither here nor there. You hear a lot of comparisons, um, justifiably so in terms of stature, but between uh, Raquel um, Rodriguez and uh, China. Um, but in terms of uh, believability and presentation, and certainly storyline, um, I think as of right now, Rhea is the much more interesting matchup uh, for China from a fantasy perspective. Because I had another future fantasy match uh, to throw out there as well. Yeah. And that was why this is coming off of uh, AEW a couple of weeks back. Taya Valkyrie versus Beth Phoenix. You know, um, I would actually give, honestly, and and this might surprise some people, um, might be a hot take, I don't know, but honestly, I would think Taya Valkyrie would take that one. Because then you have the, they both do the same move, Road to Valhalla and the Glam Slam. Yeah, and I was, you know, and this is nothing against Beth Phoenix. Obviously, she's very uh, talented at what she does. She's a Hall of Famer. Um, but this is this is just me being honest. When she was actually in the ring, um, like I said, she was very, very good. But um, I never really saw her as being a Hall of Fame-level performer. Um, nothing against her, no disrespect whatsoever. Um, but I was kind of surprised that she was um, selected to be a Hall of Famer. Um, but, um, but yeah, Taya Valkyrie just it, it, it was kind of wore my speed um, as a as a uh, performer. And um, yeah, you're right, Taya Valkyrie and uh, Best Phoenix would be would be interesting, especially with the. Uh, matching finishing maneuvers and also also the the you know the matching styles really um but uh i would have i would have to give it to um taya valkyrie on that one and and speaking of taya valkyrie why isn't she featured more heavily on aew what you you know because right right now and we're gonna get to Raw in a second, but th- this is why I why I told you that, um, you know, this week's episode is gonna be a little bit longer than last week's. So par- pardon me for my rants, but this, this is a thought process because both women's divisions on uh, on both AEW and WWE are in the dirt right now. I mean, they are in the shit. And when you look at them on paper, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it it makes no sense as to why the women's division are being presented this poorly. Because the, the talent that are present on these rosters is ridiculous. I mean... The talent level is sky high. So why Taya Valkyrie, Athena, um, you know, Tony Storm, uh, Ruby Soho, and and a plethora of others on 
AEW side of things, and of course WWE is a, a different conversation um, on the women's side. Um, you know, but why why it isn't an absolute high point on every AEW episode? I'll never understand. I'll get to, I'll, I'll get to Athena later on because I got a question for you about that. Okay, well, um, you can uh, fire that off during the AEW. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. No, I'm gonna do that during the AEW. But um, to final to finally get us started with uh, Monday Night Raw, I do apologize. I went on a little bit of a rant, but <laughs> I think I think I can get it. I think we can get Raw done before we. Uh, oh yeah, before we before go, we go I mean, into our first break. Yeah. So um, go on. Cool. Finish up with your highs and lows. All right, here we go. So high points. They got Solo and uh, Rey Mysterio, Seth Rollins, Miz, Lashley, and Austin Theory. And, of course, the main event to Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Matt Riddle versus the Judgment Day. That clothesline that Rhea Ripley delivered to Kevin Owens. Holy jeez. When I saw that, I laughed my ass off. She took his head, she almost took his head off with that clothesline. I love how how like she lands on the other side of the barricade and she's like crouches down smile and gives that evil smirk. I I absolutely love Rhea <laughs> That was Ripley. awesome. I love everything about that spot. So low point, I have Kevin Beller, Dakota Kai, um, and Chelsea Green, Sonya Deville vs. Cancer and Mia Yim, not Mi Chin. Yes, thank you. You know, I know that Mia, I know that Mia Yim was bought in to, um, you know, compliment the, the OC and solve the Rhea Ripley problem, and I know that that kind of got derailed once, um, once AJ Styles broke his ankle, mm-hmm. I get I get all that, but um, you know Mia Yim is another one of those where it, there's no excuse as to why she should be presented the way that she is. Yep, I I mean you know because we remember her as. You know, because her first run on NXT was pretty fucking good. The, uh, this version is not. Um, I don't know what this is. I don't even know what to call her character. I don't even you know, think she. I don't even think she knows what to call her character. What? what and, and can you blame her? Because no. it's not, because it's not her doing the shit. No. Nope. It's um. You know. And and you know. I saw this um criticism on um on Twitter uh recently um. And and you know I I had to I had to really um, digest this and and really give it credence because it said that since Triple H took over, um, in this person's opinion, the women's division has been worse. Mm. And I don't know I don't I, I don't know if it's been worse, but it certainly hasn't been better. Um, so you know. It, 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 I mean, if it stayed at the same battle level or, or gotten any worse, I mean, that's not saying anything for Triple H in terms of the women right now. So I can't really, um, I can't really say anything in defense of Triple H on that one. Um, because, you know, I think, I think the results speak for themselves in the women's division uh, right now. 
But in terms of high points and low points, um, I I really don't have anything to add because I um I one thousand percent agree with you on all fronts. Um, so with that in mind, we will end the abbreviated raw review, and uh, that's what happens when great minds think alike. And uh, we'll be right back. All right, we're back, and that wraps up uh, our review of Monday Night Raw. You have nothing more, right? No, I don't. All right, so now we're going to move on to NXT. And on this episode of NXT, high points for me were the Tag Team Championship match with Gallows and the Creed Brothers and Schism. I guess Schism didn't get their requested release. I wait. D- did you follow up on that or? Um. Well, no. Cause remember last week. No, no, um, I know, I know that they requested a release, but I don't know if this was already recorded or beforehand. Well, no, no, because because I I checked um, oh. specifically because um. But when I was watching NXT on the lower right hand corner of the screen, it said live. So, oh, um, okay. All so right, okay. apparently not. I guess they're not going anywhere. Okay. Another high point for me is Roxanne Perez and Zoe Stark and Wesley and Charlie Dempsey. Okay. For low points, I have Norm Darn, Miles Bourne, Cord Jane, Gigi Dolan, and Dijak and Apollo Crews. Now, Noam Dar has brought the Heritage Cup to NXT, Ben. We're gonna oh, get more, we're gonna get more British rounds uh, matches. No, those, no, those are painful to sit through. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that don't know, and I I talked about this a while back last time. Uh, NXT UK had a Her- Heritage Cup. We, we reviewed it largely because I I had never seen one before. For for those of you that are unfamiliar with the Heritage Cup rules, um. Perhaps Elio will give me the the privilege of breaking it down for you. Um, so there's there's six three minute rounds. Yep. And in between rounds, there I believe there's either twenty or thirty second break. Yep. Thirty seconds. Um, right. And um. If that sounds familiar to you, um, that's because that's very similar to an MMA fight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know, as as similar as as they may seem, um, because actual wrestling can play a large part in mixed martial arts, professional wrestling. And mixed martial arts have very little to do with each other, um, which side note is partially what makes this um, this new business relationship between WWE and Endeavor um, very interesting, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, hopefully, um, hopefully we'll get more information on that as the weeks pass. But, but. Um, but yeah, when I was watching the uh, Heritage Cup the first time, I was like, I'm not interested in this. 
for the reasons I just explained, because it was very awkward. Um, it was very awkward to have breaks right in the middle of a wrestling match. Now, hold on, hold on. You, so you said well, we covered one. Which one was uh, I? I'm like, I don't remember which one that was. Do you remember who that was? I believe it was the one that no one won because I believe it was the last one. Oh, okay, all right, okay. Because uh, like, see, because I've seen uh, like a couple of them that I don't even remember them. That's how far, how long it's been. Well, yeah, and, and the thing is, they didn't even ex- like. Yes, they explained what a heritage cup was via a video package, but they didn't even <laughs> like. Noam Dar came out with the Heritage Cup, and unless I very much missed something, they did. They didn't explain Noam Dar's history with the with the Heritage Cup. And, and no, because uh, Heritage Cup is uh, never he. He's the last one that won it, and the Heritage Cups uh never been featured on NXT. It's only been featured in the UK, and um. Which so so you know I and and you know I knew what it was and Elio knew what it was because you know we just explained that we had seen it before, but I guarantee you with how you know with how dissatisfied the WWE officials had been with this NXT uh, performance center crowd, I guarantee you that those people had no idea what the Heritage Cup was. I promise you. If if there were ten people in that audience that knew what the Heritage Cup was, I w- I would be shocked. Now, okay. Now you know how sometimes when you have multiple when you have multiple championships like the like uh, Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens have, they have the both sets of tag team championships, right? Yes. Now that must it must be like. Uh, must be like it's also like carrying those championships around everywhere right can you imagine yeah. carrying that heritage cup around everywhere oh god imagine trying to get that through <laughs> through baggage claim I'm holy sorry. fucking shit i'm sorry sir we have a problem <laughs> this this uh, won't uh, work but i need it it's my heritage cup i'm sorry what is that <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if my desk was here holding up, I would be on the floor right now. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine airport security looking at it like, what the fuck is this shit? Oh, that's, that's hilarious. That was entirely, that was entirely too funny. And that was completely off the cuff. I didn't even plan that. <laughs> no, well, gee, the best stuff isn't planned. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, but for that, for that reason, uh, yeah, no one had dar and um. And uh, Miles Warren was a low point, absolutely. But I have a question. What do you think of this Noam Dar? Like, uh... um, you know, I think, I think he worked for the NXT UK mm-hmm. uh, brand, and I, I think he's a very good professional wrestler. Um, do I see him being successful? Um, 
in the WWE as we see it now? <laughs> no. Especially if he goes to the main roster. Sorry, I'm, lo- I'm looking up uh, Miles Bourne's uh, history. He's only been in NXT. Uh, five, he had he had like a handful of matches at li- live NXT shows and on Level Up. Um. Well, you know, clearly, you know, it's a homegrown guy, and they're trying to build him. And I, I wonder if it if he's like along the same guy, along the same lines as say a um in Eddie Thorpe or something like that, because I had never heard of Eddie Thorpe before yeah. NXT either. So I'm wondering if they're like along the same lines. Well, Eddie Thorpe is uh, from New Japan, uh, LA Dojo. Uh, so he used to compete in the, in the US version of New Japan um, under the name Carl Fredericks. Um, yeah, I've never heard that name before. But, okay. but um, I was born, um, so from what I see here, his first match was on NXT Level Up, episode 18 on June 7, 2022. Uh, I, I'm, say that again, say that last part again. His first match, uh, from, from like how I'm reading this, was on June 7, 2022. Oh, so my 34th birthday. And he, I guess he's an enhancement talent because he's lost every match. Well, he's only won like three. Oh, very good. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, God. No, no. Okay, so as you're talking, not that I'm ignoring you. No, no, no. We're ignoring the podcast. But as as I'm go as I'm listening to you guys, I'm scrolling through possible news items. Uh, that's that's have, right. What do you what do you got? You I, said, don't, oh, God. I don't have an article for this, but apparently Eva Marie says she wants to return to WWE with a dark persona. Oh, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Speaking of that, hold on. I I actually saw that earlier when it, while I was out, and I think I I want to. Let me I, see if I can find an article for that. I want to see if there is one. Because I found one where it says, how about don't return at all? So um, what was one of the quotes I saw? Yeah, well, I, I agree. Can I, can I second that article? But, but and when I say that, I mean not just on a podcast, but in some sort of official capacity. But what does Eva Marie want to come back for? A darker character? Like, about, what, what was she going to do? Darker character? She hasn't... I mean, she wasn't good in any of her other runs with the no, companies. So, okay. Uh, no, no, no. Don't do it. Please. <laughs> All right, hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking at it from, from um, USA, to, USA Today. Yeah, she just gave this, um, gave this in, information to Fightful. Oh. Um, which, I, which I don't like Fightful, but, but that's another story. And, and I quote, she goes, the talks of me coming back to WWE. It's one of those things where I know you guys want a yes or no answer. The truth is, 
It's maybe. We have an ongoing relationship. I was just in talks with WWE Studios talking about ideas and movies and TV. Obviously, that door is always open and potentially coming back. Who knows? Eva Marie could potentially come back. Who knows? Uh, you know, die, come come back as a dark persona, dye my hair back to black. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. This is Ben Pierce talking. This isn't the article. But is that all it takes for a character change? Is dyeing your hair now? Right. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, my <laughs> God. That is that's mm. terrible. Even Marie, I mean this in the most respectful fashion possible. Please don't take this the wrong way. Stay away. It didn't Please. <laughs> God. Come on. Na- Na- Natalie, it didn't work the first time. Right? It, did, it, didn't, it was even worse the second time. And you, had Piper, and you dragged Piper Niven down with you. <laughs> Which, which I don't even know how that's possible. I don't know how you fuck up that. But then again, that's another thing. But then again, that that was when she had the dude drop gimmick. So the, the dude drop. That's what I'm talking about. You even dragged Piper Niven down because they changed her name. You know, but it's just what the fuck. Okay, so so um, so continuing with the statement. Let me let me just start this over again because I got distracted. Okay, so I I won't laugh or make any side comments. So so I quote, the talks of me coming back to WWE, it's one of those things where I know you guys want a yes or no answer. The truth is, it's maybe. We have an ongoing relationship. I was just in talks with WWE Studios talking about ideas and movies and TV. Obviously, that door is always open up, potentially coming back. Who knows? Eva Marie could come back as a dark persona, dye my hair back to black. You never know. That, that's what is so beautiful about WWE. It's a character. You're creating something to entertain you guys. To give you a cut and dry answer, it's a maybe. I always loved WWE. The fact that I'm in talks with them right now and, and currently is amazing. Okay, well, she just... Said the same thing twice in one <laughs> sentence. <laughs> wait, wait. Did she say she's entertaining? It's entertaining. Uh, did she say something about entertaining? Because I'm not entertained. <laughs> and, and that's why I love when Elio is the co host on this motherfucking show. Like, you know, I, you know, that's why I have to come on here and not, not just with. The PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast with Elio Canella. I have to join him over on Wrestling POE from time to time. And hopefully much more often now uh, that, that I have uh, that I have Tony's blessing to do so. But uh, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna have plenty of plenty of fun with that. Speaking of speaking of that, um just can you do something for me on Friday? Sure. Elio? Since, since I won't be on the on the show until until the backlash uh, prediction show the following Friday. And what is that? Can, can you ask? Can you bring this report up to Tony and ask 
the the group the groups their opinion of a um Eva Marie return. I would love to hear their take. Oh, I oh, oh, I'm sure we'll have it in our news packet. Oh, I I'm please. sure it'll be in the news packet. If it's not, uh, I'll bring it up before we go on air. So oh. just to make sure that it gets uh, inserted in the news packet. Oh please, because you know I think that'll just be my favorite segment. <laughs> that'll just be the cherry on top of the shit Sunday. <laughs> Ew, what? what? <laughs> well, well, that's what an evil Marie returned to WWE is the equivalent of, ladies and gentlemen, the cherry on top of the shed Sunday. Yeah. Well, well, well I, I, I was hoping you weren't talking about the diet, because that's just disgusting. <laughs> what kind of diet is that? Ew. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, that, that's my high point low points for NXT. What do you have? Um... So I had um, much the same with the addition of um, one of uh, one thing. So let me let me just scroll down see if I see if I can find it. So um, Cora Jade versus Gigi Dolan was a low point. I get mm-hmm. what the, I get what they're trying to do there. Um, but it's just, it's not, um, it's not really working. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, and then, is it just me, or was the segment with Fallon Henley and Briggs and Jensen very odd? Oh my god, okay, this new character, um, that they have, um, Brooks Jensen portraying is ridiculous. Like, just it, it, stop. It's, it's just bad. Like, uh, like, ugh. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, yeah. so go on. And then speaking of potential new new character, new character twist, um, I know you mentioned it as being as being intrigued by it. Um, but um, I have to tell you, I was very thrown off by the Nathan Frazier uh, news anchor promo. Okay, I mean I'm a fan of uh, him in 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 the ring, but so, but like this new character, I I, I want to see where they go with with this uh, because he's great in the ring. Like I'm a f- I like his matches. Uh, well, I, I absolutely agree, but I I I feel I feel like this may be very odd. So yeah, I'm I'm willing to give it a give it a shot, but it it just came off as very odd. Okay. I, I, I was kind of staring at it kind of similarly to the way I was staring at the Firefly Funhouse the first time I saw it. No, I get that because I was staring at it the same way when like when I saw like that uh, logo or like Hard Truths with Nathan Frazier. I'm like, well, what is this? You know, it's just, <laughs> I, I don't know. But, you know, maybe they'll prove, prove me wrong. I don't know. Um, all right. But all of the other stuff, I absolutely agree with you on. Um, you know, and, and I wanted to like, um, Dijak and Apollo Cruz. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really did, but, um, there's just, there's just, um, I need, I need to see, I need to see more from Dijak in a much more, um, in a, in a much, uh, better gimmick, first of all. 
and I need to see him more consistently. Well, I'll but, tell you what. I'll tell you what. Before I get behind Dijak again, because I really want to, but it's just well. What the, what the fuck is this Terminator gimmick? It's not working <laughs> in 2023. This well, isn't. This isn't 1984. Well, I'll tell you. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. This gimmick, I find it very odd. But I'd rather see Dijak than a than a gray-haired Keith Lee on my screen. <laughs> well, well, you, you you got me there. I one hundred percent agree with you. And once again, and we're gonna switch over to, to AEW in just a minute. But can someone explain to me why the fuck Keith Lee is wearing a cape? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Please. And it, it's so annoying that everything with him has to be all oh, limitless this and limitless that. Not everything has to be limitless this and limitless that. Just stop. So, so now I I saw this earlier today. Now, now he has a tag team with Dustin Rhodes. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Called, you know, he, yeah. Naturally limitless. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Stop. And meanwhile, Dustin Rhodes is retiring at the end of 2023, which, which you know, shout, which shout out to Dustin Rhodes. He just had his uh, granddaughter. Um, I believe that's his first one. Uh, so shout out to him. But, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's time to um, ride off into the sunset. You know what I mean? So I don't know. But. Whatever works for him, but if, if, I mean, but if if he's if Keith Lee's gonna be in a tag team with um with uh, Dustin Rhodes, then they definitely need to get serious with him very quickly because yep. I don't know what I don't know what the hell has happened to Keith Lee. But he has gone down the shit quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's like, wow. But uh, is that all we have for NXT? Oh, that's all I have, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're going to move on to AEW. Right. And I will take the lead on that. Let, let me just uh, clear out some of my uh, tabs. I, I love clearing out tabs. Now I can finally get rid of that Eva Marie news item. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm almost sad I brought it up. I just I I had to once I was scrolling and it poisoned my timeline like bleach in the eyeballs. I'm sorry, I'm still looking up uh, Jack Perry while you're doing that. I'm looking up all the other places he's been. He's been in GCW. Oh boo, GCW. I I gotta tell you, um, you know. The only GCW show I've ever seen, folks, was GCW World. Yep, that's the one I've seen. And I was, I and I gotta tell you, I was not impressed at all. Nope. Not one smidge. Um. So anyway, but moving on to AEW, mm-hmm. um, this episode was all over the place. And much like I did on the uh, wrestling POV podcast on Friday night, I I have to give my audience the same the same warning because I I, I love you and I, and I have much more of an established relationship with you guys. I love you, so I gotta warn you. 
I'm going to go off on a fucking rant. And hopefully by now you love these rants um, because, you know, they cost me bits of my health to go on. <laughs> what? It's, it's, <laughs> especially when shit is this stupid. Do you have insurance, son? Yes, I do. Okay. I, very, <laughs> I, I have very good insurance, but um <clears throat> but um so so AEW starts off with a promo involving the pillars of AEW. This was bad. You know what? While you're doing that, I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'm gonna add the four names to the wheel and I'm gonna I'm gonna let the wheel decide who deserves a buy in this tournament. Well, and and that's per, that's pretty that's very similar to what MJF did because okay, so each person you know cuts a little bit of a promo and then they get cut off by the next person's music as as out they come. It's the revolving door promo that we've become very familiar with. Here comes one guy, here comes the next guy, here comes the next guy. Well, out comes MJF after after the other three guys have, have entered the ring. And, and I'm, 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 so, I'm sorry, Ben, can you give me the pillars' names? Uh, yes, it's Darby Allen, yep. MJF, Sammy Guevara and Jungle Boy. Okay, that I, MJF is the one that I. Okay, all right, all right, I got that. All right, so, go ahead. So MJF makes his entrance after everybody else, and he stops at the top of the ramp, and he, he long story short, he he announces a tournament, um, a a, a pillars tournament to determine the number one contender for his. Big burgundy belt, the the AEW championship, the and yes, the triple B, and um, and so he says that one of these people is gonna get a buy. So pretty much that means that we're gonna have a three person tournament, oh, and, and and that is so stupid, but but. We'll get to that in a minute because the stupidity um, got all to a very quick beginning. And uh, my and uh, and then, uh, audio uh, issues. Well, yes, yeah. Well, the the promos were just awful, especially Darby Allen. Darby oh Allen. Oh my God. He, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a Darby Allen guy. Even though, even though I'm going to say this. He's not going to be around in five years if he continues to wrestle the way he wrestles. I've I've called him Jeff Hardy on crack from the, from the very beginning. I mean, it's he's not going to be around in five years if he continues the way he does. I just I I don't see um, any any possible way. Um, but um, but so getting back to my point uh, with the stupidity. So MJF says we're gonna have a pillars tournament, and one one of one of one of them is gonna get a bye. He literally calls a stage hand to the top of the ramp with a hat in his hand and pulls a name out of the hat. 
And Darby Allen gets a bye. Okay, now, now, sorry, before you go on, I'm going to spin the wheel and see who the wheel says gets a bye. Here we go. Oh, come on. We, we, you know what? The wheel sucks. The wheel doesn't know what it's talking about. Either that or it's drunk. What is it? It's a Darby Allen. Well, <laughs> apparently, um, apparently, MJF's hand agrees with the wheel as well because MJF drew Darby Allen for the bye. Um, before we move on to the other high points and low points, like I said, this is a low point. Can we? Elio, can we just briefly touch on how stupid it is to have a three point to have a three man tournament, let alone a three man tournament for your world heavyweight championship? Yes, I mean even our tournaments, which I have on my TikTok page, uh, are make more sense than this. Which, by the way, you can follow me at Elio underscore wrestling POV. Go and vote for the tournament that we have going on now. Yes. And while we're doing cheap plugs, you can follow me on Twitter at PiercingBen. That's P-E-A-R-C-E-I-N-G-B-E-N. So, cheap plugs out of the way. But, <laughs> but stay tuned for cheap plugs related to the podcast at the end of the show. Um. But uh, yeah, match-wise, high points and low points. Um, Tony Storm and Ruby Soho versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Uh, that was a high point for me. Uh, Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs was a, was a low point. Uh, absolutely. Commander versus Jay White. Um, high point. Um, let's see what, what's the, um, the JAS versus the acclaimed and Billy Gunn low point, very cheesy. If you ask me, Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and jungle boy versus Sammy Guevara, I, I guess was, was, um, I mean, to me, it was a low point. It just, don't get me wrong, it was solid enough, but some of the moves were not executed well. Okay. And, um, you know, I just, I, you know, with the, with the caliber of talent involved, I would have expected better. Um, but, yeah, this, but real, real quick, before I pass it over to, to LAO for his highs and lows. Um, can we talk for a second about the lowest of low points on this fucking show? And I did this on purpose because I wanted to talk about it last. God damn it. I'm I'm gonna strangle my my computer monitor. Oh no. What in the blue hell? Was that segment between Chris Jericho, Adam Cole, and oh. Brett Baker? Oh, 
That was so. That was bad. I, I, I like I said on Friday, when they first came out, I was like, okay, I want to see where this goes. I'm not gonna give it a rating yet, and I was looking for something, but oh, as as they kept talking, I'm like, nope, nope, I'm done. That's it. Any anything. I mean, like I said, with with the caliber of talent involved you would have expected something i mean we we know we know how good these two men are on the mic and you know we know how good Britt baker is on the mic for fuck's sake um you know even though she wasn't really involved on the mic but you know long story short folks um apparently chris jericho has employed the outcast if you don't know who they are, I wouldn't blame you because it sucks. But it, it's Soraya, Tony Storm, and Ruby Soho. So apparently Tony Storm hasn't played them to take out um, Brent Baker in her hometown of Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Um, because in case you didn't know, it was painfully obvious that they were in Pittsburgh uh, uh, this week with their terrible towels. And um, so, so Britt Baker ends up getting caned by uh, the outcast, the outcast, and the way that Paige was or Soraya was hitting her with the with the um, kendo stick. These kendo sticks were some of the weakest kendo stick shots. I've ever seen in my life. This looked painfully fake. Okay. Go on. And the fact that MJ, that uh, Adam Cole was screaming because Adam Cole was was handcuffed to the rope and he's and he's reaching toward his his bereaved fiance. I was, I was, I was saying, can we talk about Adam Cole's bad acting? I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 meanwhile, these are the weakest candlestick shots. Um, and I have, let me say, if you want to learn how to deliver a candlestick shot, someone needs to talk to Candace LeRae because of the ones that she was giving to Grayson Waller at Stand in the Liver were, were wonderful. And actually, the, the kendo stick shots that were being delivered during last night's main event um, at the uh, Short Gap Volunteer Fire Department in, in West Virginia in that, in that main event between uh, the Red Prince TJ Sykes and uh, Mason Walls. Holy shit, those were kendo stick shots. And that wasn't even on national TV. Just a side note. Just a side note. Where were you sitting last night? No, I was in the I was in the front row. Um, oh, okay. I'm VIP, baby. That's what I mean. You know, that's what. Oh, okay. Is. All right. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I was. Just, I was like uh, seriously asking. Like, uh, is, that's where they always put you, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Because because I've been, you know, I've been best friends with these guys for 13 years. So, you know, I'm good. Um, 
I'm, I mean, I'm not bragging, but we do have a very established relationship, yes. Um, but, you know, it's just like, my point being, if if you can deliver hell, hellacious kendo stick shots when you're not even in front of a, of a, of a, you know, national audience, you know, these people, I mean, you know, the audience at the show last night was probably like 150 people at, at a fire hall. When I'm, I'm not... I'm I'm not degrading that at all. It was an awesome show, but like you know that that's like a little you know indie show compared to like you know the the second biggest um, wrestling promotion in the states and the the kendo the kendo stick shots that I saw last night on the indies were much more convincing than a nationally televised wrestling promotion. What does that tell you? I mean, it just it doesn't make AEW look good. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the acting was absolutely terrible on the part of Adam Cole. It I'm was so just... sorry. Wow. Okay. You know what? That's scary. That I do that a little too well. <laughs> yes. Just like you do the underline a little too well. No, please stop. Please, please don't stop. Do don't do that. <laughs> That's what I felt like saying to Adam Cole. <laughs> Chris during this fucking thing. Um, but that. Did you have anything to add? Uh, no, no, I basically have the, I have the same uh, high points and low points as you. Okay, very good. Once again, uh, great minds think alike, folks. All right, and um, I'm looking at the clock, and we have like a minute left, so I think we should go into commercial. Okay. Before yes, we please. go in, before we move on to SmackDown. Very good. We'll be right back, folks. And we are back, and we're going to get right into SmackDown. And I don't know about you, Elio. I, I mean, I know we got the draft coming, and it's kind of hard to, you know, maintain a show's relevancy when we have the drafts coming Sorry, up. Sorry, speaking of draft, we're going to have our own on this show coming up. Yes, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Stay, stay tuned for the end of the show. We got plenty more detail on that coming up. Um, but um, you know, it's very hard for me to maintain interest in the current show I'm watching when I know that there's a draft coming up because pretty much we all know that the outcomes don't mean anything. So it's like. This uh, this um, edition of SmackDown very much felt um, irrelevant. And regardless of the reasoning, I really hate it when any wrestling show feels irrelevant um, because, you know, I for obvious reasons, I just feel like it does a disservice to the show. Um, but, uh, but, you know, regardless of that, there were some uh, high points, and uh, we'll get into that. And um, spoiler alert: Braun Strowman was not part of the high point. <laughs> um, but this has nothing to do with my, uh, you know, my ongoing feud with Braun Strowman. 
Um, he actually uh, had kind of a funny uh, mishap when he went to throw um, Ricochet at one of the, um, I believe it was one of the Viking Raiders, and he completely missed. And poor, uh, yeah, and poor Ricochet just went flying for no for no reason. He did he did the very best he could, but he just, he couldn't save it, and you know no nobody could possibly blame him uh, because it was just that it was that bad. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't nearly as bad as like. Um, as top dollar, you know, failing to go over the top rope and his leg got caught a couple months back, but it was still pretty bad. Um, but um, so that was a that was a low point along with um, the women's uh, tag team title match. Um, although um, Liv Liv Morgan uh, and uh, Raquel Rodriguez did retain. Um, another uh, um, another low point. Um, actually, actually, the, yeah, an, another another low point was. Um, I would, I would say was. Um, Judgment Day and and uh, versus Santos Escobar and Rey Mysterio. I I I said this was a high point on um, on wrestling POV, but I actually went back and um, you know rewatched it, and it, it just I I don't, I don't know I, I can't give it a high point a second time because it was just too middle of the road. I guess, and uh, even though I like Bad Bunny, the fact that we're building to a um to, to the fact that he's just hosting a show and that's what the importance of this match, right? I, I can't get behind it. I I, I really I really can't. Um, so I have to give it a low point. So that's why I kind of reconsidered from my position on wrestling POV. So if anybody goes over and hears wrestling POV from this show. Um, you know, that's why my take here is a little bit different. Um, high points, I had Gunther versus Xavier Woods. I was kind of expecting a squash match here, so it was kind of nice that we got a legit match. And yep. uh, Xavier Woods had a very uh, nice showing for himself. And also, um... We had a no DQ match between Solo Sokoa and Matt Riddle for the main event, which, which I thought was was very solid. And um, Solo Sokoa continues to separate himself and and prove that he is a, a potential future main eventer. Um, because when when he comes out, he gives me the distinct impression that's you know the part to take a line from. Uh, Mark Henry's old theme music. Somebody's going to get the ass kicked, uh, you know. And, and you know, a fight is really getting ready to happen when uh, when Solo Sokoa comes out here, and um, that's something that I thoroughly appreciate. Um, so did you have anything to add from a high points, low points perspective, Elio? 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my reading of uh, Judgment Day against LWO. Uh, my guess a high point, but a uh, low point. I uh, know another high point. Uh, Gunther and Xavier Woods. Walter. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. And so those cool Matt Riddle are my high points. Low points: Strowman and Ricochet against the Viking Raiders, and uh, Limbo and Raquel Gonzalez versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Why did they change that in the first place? It's just like fuck <laughs> me, senseless. That's uh, all I have for high point, low points. Okay, very good. And uh, that wraps up the wrestling weekend review. And um, I, are we moving on to um, the uh, our first um, mystery segment? Actually, before we do that, uh, let me give you the uh, final results of the ongoing tournament we have to crown the best heel turn of the Attitude Era. Okay, cool. Very good. So, let me just pull up the results here. Um, now, I was, I was, uh, I was getting worried uh, in the middle of the week because I'm like Ben. You're, I was even going to tell you on Friday, Ben. You're going to have to break a tie, but I'm glad I don't have to tell you that because in the first match, Shawn Michaels defeats Triple H with 51% of the votes, 49. Oh. Well, that was that was um, cl- closer than I would have anticipated. In the second match, the Undertaker defeats the Rock sixty-six to thirty-four. Oh, that's almost blasphemous. Even <laughs> even though I even though I I love the Undertaker, the the landslide nature of that victory is almost blasphemous. And I would like to publicly apologize to the Rock on behalf of this podcast. <laughs> On the other side, on the right brackets, we have uh, we have X Pac defeating Vince McMahon fifty four to forty six. Well, I think that's because that's because of Vince's, um, you know, current situation. <laughs> and in the next match, we had Steve Austin defeating Brian Pillman ninety three to seven. You people don't even know who Brian Pillman was. Is I'm, I'm sorry, who, fu- de- who defeated Brian Pillman ninety three to seven? So is Stone Cold Steve Austin. But but still, that that is just sad. I know. Do you people even know who Brian Pillman is? Okay, all right. You guys, you guys have a homework assignment. I that that's a that I had enough. What this TikTok uh, <laughs> audience of yours, and, and you wonder why I'm not on TikTok. Right? This is, this is why. Don't I, worry, I, I, I'm on there for you, Ben. I got you. I can't stand this fucking shit. You people <laughs> have, have an assignment. Professor Pierce has the attention of the class. You And this comes in two parts. Number one... You are to do research and watch at least five matches revolving around the Hollywood Blondes that is Stone Cold Steve Austin and Brian Pillman as a tag team. Number one. And number two, you are to watch at least five 
Brian Pillman promos. And then you're and and then we're gonna do that vote again. Not really, because I don't want to deal with this level of bullshit. <laughs> this bullshit. Um, you know, but, but this is this is absurd. Absolutely. I I hear you. I got you. Don't worry. You don't have to be on TikTok. I'm there. I'm on there for you. I got you. Very good. <laughs> but uh, so those are results. So in the next round, we will have Shawn Michaels versus Shane McMahon. Oh, Lord. Well, oh, no, wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's uh, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. My bad. Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker and oh, X Pog versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, I, I'm I'm sorry, X-Pac, but I think you're about to get steamrolled, bro. And on on the other side of uh, of the bracket, I think we're gonna get a rematch of the first ever Hell in a Cell match, which I will never say no to. And let's not forget, in case any of you young bloods haven't haven't done your homework recently, the the two the two combatants in, in two of the most classic WrestleMania matches of all time in WrestleMania twenty five and twenty six. Actually, yeah. I I have a uh, one comment on that match. Which Actually, one? The um oh no, it's uh, basically it's not any of the matches. It's the actual brackets. I have one comment, but on the Shawn Michaels uh, matches. It says heal HBK ninety seven was peak HBK. Eh, I'm not sure about that, but and but you know, I suppose an argument could be made, but you know, eh, I I I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that or not. Now, Ben, you know how I always post the fantasy matches for wrestling pov on my tiktok right to get the votes right to see what the this audience says is compared to the facebook audience right 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 so this past one edge versus Brody lee i did not post it in time so of course we didn't have it those results on the show however i posted it earlier today just so to keep a record of everything i have on right. on here and Edge won with 72%, while Brody Lee got 28%. Well, and, and, and I, think, I think that's justifiable because of the argument that I presented on uh, POV on Friday. I, I do. However, because, oh, go on. Because I, 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 don't, I don't think that Brody Lee has or, or had um, I don't know how to how to phrase that in terms of the fantasy match, but I don't I don't think that Brody Lee had the um, had the singles credentials to stack up in in terms of that in terms of that matchup. Okay. However, it's the comment that really got me, and I had to respond. Oh, oh God! One person wrote. Brody Lee died. <laughs> and then an another person uh, re replied to that comment saying, this is a fantasy match. 
Well, well, at least a person replying understands the situation. And then, and then I replied to that to the, to the original comment. I said, "This is a fantasy match. It's fans like you are the problem." I know. Like God. seriously, people are so stupid. Oh, well, he's dead. Well, I we didn't know he was. So it's news to me. Well, you know, like the stupidness of people. Did, did someone, did, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I might, I might have a medical episode. Uh-oh. Did, did someone really say that, that I, I didn't know he was? No, I know, no, I know. No, I was being sarcastic. I said, oh, we, oh didn't, okay. we, we, we didn't know he, he wasn't here anymore. You know, like people are just stupid. Okay, thank thank God. All right, like, I, I uh, damn near had a heart attack. But like, it's ridiculous. He died. Well, duh! It's a fantasy yeah. match. Read the post. I know these people. Dumb fucks. <laughs> Seriously. I love it when you're angry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just I love it when you're angry. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to this week's fantasy match, but I'm curious to, because you're not going to be with us on Friday, so I'm curious to hear your your pick. In this fantasy match, we have Edge versus okay, my my pick Edge versus Clay's pick, the Ultimate Warrior. Um, Edge, I think, <laughs> yes. Because Edge was was by far the, I mean, no contest, the better professional wrestler. Now I, I I'm keeping track of this on on the Wrestling PV Facebook page, and so so far it's only Sunday, but uh, we already have votes in, and the, these are temporary results, but. Let me just pull them up here. On this fancy match, we have Edge winning with 80% of the votes. Well, and I think that's justifiable in this situation based on the quality of wrestler that Ultimate Warrior was. Now, here's the, well, one of them is uh, one of the posts for this week, I'm going to ask you, but the first post I'm going to throw out at you is, what are your thoughts on Soraya? Um, well, look, I know, I know she came back after seven years and she had a really bad neck injury, so I'm not trying to be unfair, but the she shouldn't have come back if if this is what if this is what she was capable of. Now, I'm not saying that this is all that she was capable of, because obviously she's not responsible for her booking in AEW, and I think her booking in AEW has been absolutely fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, I just... Um, but I don't, I don't think that this has done her legacy any favors. Okay. 
Yeah, and I'm gonna agree with that because I just don't like this character. Like, uh, this is not Paige. Like, I mean, er, sir, this is not Soraya or like slash Paige, the one that I know at least. Because uh, the one that we remember never used to like walk, walk out to the ring flipping off the crowd and stuff like that. It's like, geez. And I get it, she's a heel, but even as a heel in WWE, she didn't do that. Yeah, well, that, that's, be, that's because the AEW is more lax. You know, AEW... Yeah, I remember doing the yeah, Stone Cold used to always do that to the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Right, so, I mean, but, like, it's just, it's not her character. I really hate this booking of AEW of her character. Yeah, I, I agree. So, in the next one that we have, we're going to be doing a mock draft, but... This one's going to be different than the one that you and I are going to do. This one, we're going to do WWE versus AEW draft. And it starts with Roman Reigns. So if Roman Reigns goes over to AEW, who would you take from AEW? Um, I, I, would, I would take um, MJF and Wardlow. Oh, okay. Cool. I would take Kenny Omega and uh, the Young Bucks. Um, do I really want John Moxley back? I mean, uh, I would take MJF as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good pick. So those are okay. That is the. Those are the two questions that we got in the fantasy match. Now we're gonna turn it over to the murder mystery because Ben, I want to know who you killed. Oh God! You know I'm I'm like the I'm like the most evil podcaster in history. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Guy. What is wrong with you, sir? I, well, according to you, many many things. <laughs> All right, so so our okay. Let me just um set this up real quick and. You know the drill, and go. Stop. Oh, all right. So, Cody Rhodes got killed. So sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. So, let us see. All right. So, let's see who found the body and go. Stop. No, Ben, Ben, you, you went too fast. You went, uh, you took too much time. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Just do one, two, and then. All right. One. So, and go. Stop. Oh, Rhea Ripley found the body. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to be in trouble with mommy. <laughs> No. Oh, damn. Okay, so we found uh, Cody Rose's body. Alright, so let's see who the lead detective was. Who was the lead detective and go. Stop. Oh. Alright, so the lead detective was Trish Stratus. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, sure. 
This is turning into one hell of a sexy investigation. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so delete it then. Now, who was who was Cody Rhodes' last scene with? And go. Stop. Oh, he was last seen with Mick Foley. Uh huh. I guess he. I guess he wasn't having a nice day, huh? <laughs> So he was last seen with Mick Foley. All right. So let's just document that one. All right. So now it's time to find the main suspect. And go. Stop. Wait, try it again. Because uh, this one uh, goes to... This one goes too fast, so you have to be do it quick and go. Stop. Oh, okay. The main suspect, Ben. Oh, Lord, who is it? Brock Lesnar. Oh, shit. Good luck apprehending Brock. <laughs> oh. You might, you might want to reinforce the cuffs. Wait till you wait. Okay, wait till we run this story and after we're done. Okay, because this is just weird. Oh shit! All right, what's next? So next, we need an alibi and go. Stop. Oh. Okay. That, that's a well. No, try it again because remember I told you this guy goes fast. So let me just hold on. Because this guy goes fast. That's why. Because I don't want you to land on the same exact one, okay? Okay. And go. Stop. Oh. All right. Who had the alibi? Randy Orton. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. This this one gets weirder and weirder. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, jeez. <laughs> okay, however, we want to see who the second suspect is and go. Stop. Wait. I think I think it's also me. I, I have to I have to Okay, and wait. And go. Stop. Oh. Okay, second suspect is Oscar. Random. Very, very random. What? Okay, so the second one was. Yes, uh, they needed to throw a random one in there, I guess. All right. Sure, why not? However, I'd like to know who the killer actually was, Ben. Yes, all right. So, go. Stop. Oh, oh, this is very random. Oh, shit. Who was it? The killer is the boogeyman. Oh, geez. That's very random. What in the world? Yeah, seriously. (laughs) All right. However, who helped him kill Cody Rhodes? Go. 
Wait, yeah, go. Stop. Wait. Try it again. I went I went too fast. Okay, here we go. Alright, go. Stop. Okay. You couldn't have helped, alright. So the Really? Becky Lynch helped the boogeyman. Oh lord. Okay, oh. well this this one went off the rails very quickly. Real quick, please. <clears throat> helped. Becky Lynch. Good lord. But you know what I'm curious to see? I'm curious to see who went to jail for the crime. So Ben, <laughs> go. Stop. Really? Seriously? Oh, oh, who is it? Hornswoggle went to jail. Oh dear. What the oh fuck? dear. <laughs> oh but, lordy. But who was the snitch? I'm curious. And go. Stop. Wow. This really was random. Maurice was a snitch. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. <laughs> so, okay, you know what? I need, I need to crack this case open and just see what the hell is going on here. Because, hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> okay. So, Cody Rhodes got killed. All right. Okay. Rhea, Ripley, Rhea Ripley found the body. <laughs> uh, he was last seen with Mick Foley. Trish Stratus was the lead detective. Okay. Brock Lesnar was was the, the main suspect. Yeah. All right. So the alibi was provided by. Who's the alibi provided by? Um. Oh shit! I forget. So. Okay, I think it was a uh, Becky Lynch providing the alibi. Oh yeah. Okay, so the second suspect was. Wait, second suspect was Maurice. No, Maurice was the snitch. Yeah, no, who's the second suspect? Um, who? See, stupid thing erased everything here. Oh, uh, we'll, 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 just, we'll just say that, um... I think it says the second suspect was the boogeyman. Yeah. The killer was Brock Lesnar, okay? Yeah. Becky Lynch helped him. Yeah. But who went to jail? Hornswoggle, because Maurice, Maurice snitched. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, what is going on here, Ben? What's going on? Well, clear, clearly, clearly, Maurice was trying to get some of Hornswoggle McMahon's family money. I think we should save the next murder mystery for the next uh, show because I want to try. I want to do this uh, four on four. Tag team match. Yeah, definitely.
All right, so let me uh, just uh, set this up. All right, so we each get a, a, a four picks. Okay, my team, your team. Okay, well, no, we get three because we're the fourth member of the team. Okay. okay. All right, so you can. Uh, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. All right, so let me go first. One, two. Okay, <laughs> I've got JBL. Boo. That's random. <laughs> what do I need? What the fuck's JBL gonna do for me? <laughs> you do shit for me. What the hell? No, no. Okay, go. Who do you got first? Go. Stop. Wait. Oh, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Vader. Oh yeah. <laughs> Holy Jesus. <laughs> You've got Vader. What? What the hell? Okay, all right, it's my turn. Let's see. One, two. Oh, okay. I've got the I've got the rock. Okay, well that's better than JBL. Yeah, but fuck you, got Vader. Shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. All right. So now it's your pick. Go. Stop. No. Try it again. Go. Stop. Uh, okay. You've got Vader and Big E. Not bad. <laughs> All right. So let's see who my next one is. Okay, this is our last picks. So it's my turn. One, two. Okay, I've got Ric Flair. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, now let's see who your who your last pick is gonna be. And go. Stop. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> okay, here's my here's my team: JBL, The Rock, and Ric Flair. Versus, versus you, no, JBL, The Rock, Ric Flair, and me, versus you, Vader, Big E, and Mark Henry. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What the hell kind of team did you put together? What, that, that's insane. A very good team. Oh, my goodness. Um... And uh, okay, so that's it for for that. And uh, yes, we should go into commercial before we start wrestling roulette. What do you think? Yes, absolutely. All right, so fans, we'll be right back. All right, Ben, we are on to our last segment. Your favorite wrestling roulette? Indeed. And I played twenty-one tracks, ten seconds, and Ben has to guess which wrestler that theme belongs to. Ben, are you ready for your first one? Yes, sir. Well, before we do that, let me just uh, reset my tally here. And keep track of the song. How dare you? You asked me if I was ready and you're not ready. Oh, but I am. I pulled, up, I pulled the tally up real quick. So there. So, <laughs> all right. You ready? <laughs> yeah, Here we okay. go. King. 
Kane, you are on the board with one. All right, here's number two. That is retribution. Uh, well, I'm proud. Even if I knew that one, I would still say pass. <laughs> 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 All right, track number three. That is the disciple from WCW. I have never heard that in my life. You know, you remember the disciple, Bruce Beefcake? No. Are you seriously? You don't remember Bruce Beefcake? Not, not, not with the disciple gimmick. No, I know who Bruce. Br- oh, Beef- no, no, no! But because uh, he first he was his only acting. He was a booty man. Then he he was a disciple. He was recruited by I think he was recruited by the Ultimate Warrior when a warrior created this one warrior nation to go up against the NWO. Oh, yeah. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder, wonder you don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, track number three or four. What did I say? That was three. Three. Here we go. Number four. Doink, yes. Uh, you are on the board with two. Okay, here we go. Number, track number five. Pass. That is Canyon. Oh, God. I'm sorry, Canyon. My bad. Hey, number six. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Here we go, number seven. Here we go. Carmella? No. Who, who was it? That is Reginald. Oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> he, ah. suck, he sucks <laughs> his, he, he sucks his Reggie. He sucks his scripts. Who gives a fuck? Ladies and gentlemen, somewhere Tony Diaz is laughing right now at <laughs> Ben's reaction. <laughs> Street Profits. Street Profits, yes. Okay, number 10, here we go. I'm a nice man. 
たくさTrack seven, tra- yeah, this is track eighteen coming up. Yeah. 
Here we go. Um, the Hardys? No. Who was it? Leah. Oh, shit. My bad. <clears throat> All right. Track 19. Here we go. Clearly, you're forgettable because I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, no guess. No, I don't know. That is Austin Theory. Oh, Bill, his theme, his theme music is bullshit. I'm sorry. Oh my, especially this one. Swim the side is terrible. Just the way it sounds. Oh, that beginning is awful. Uh, sound the alarm. Yeah, sound the alarm. Get me out of here. All right, <laughs> you go track twenty. Are you ready? Yeah. Kelly Kelly. No, it is not. Yes, it is. No, it is. I'm joking. Yes, it is. I have to be careful with that one because I said Kelly Kelly once and I got it wrong. Uh. Why? You guys get it, it said Candace Michelle. Uh, bullfuckery. And I <laughs> okay, so Kelly, Kelly, okay. Uh, One more. That's okay. Here we go. Uh, track 21. Are you ready for the final track? Yes, sir. Gray Kelly. No, it is not. Jinder Mahal. Yeah, but you said Gray Kelly first. We'll give it a half a point. How about that? I will give it a half a point. So, point five, ten. No, we'll give it 12.5. 12 and a half. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, that's 21 tracks. You got. All right, you know what? Out of curiosity, what would the next track have been? Let's find out. Triple H. Triple and of course, this is off of WB The Music Volume 5, which I have downstairs in the basement. Ah, uh, yes. You, well, you've always had a good music collection. <laughs> Alright, uh, so before we uh, head out, then we should do some plugs. Yes, why don't, you, why don't you do yours first, because I'm still scrolling looking for the, uh, looking for the graphic. Alright, so... You can find myself along with Clay Cummings and Tony Diaz 
on Saturday's Wrestling POV. That is available on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music, and also Pandora. Uh, and now I'll throw it to Ben with uh, our show. What do you have? Yeah, perfect timing. So you can find the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Castbox, Radio Public, and Stitcher. All right, and of course, let me just add this on Wrestling POV. We have we have a Pierce on there, but it is the original Pierce Michael Holes here who makes the occasional guest spot appearance on Wrestling POV every Saturday. Yes. All right, Ben, we see you bring the show to a close. Absolutely, my friend. Good show. Good show. All right, that's it for another week, episode 252 in the books. And with that, we will have... Oh, we forgot to... We'll mention the draft stuff next week. We can do that. Uh, yep, absolutely. I'll, 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 I'll um, finish up the list because I'm putting them all together. So next week, we have the draft. We have the tournament results for the next round and we'll be back with wrestling with that as well so for my co-host ben i'm elio ben say good night to the fans good night to the fans no i'm kidding i'm not an asshole thanks for hanging out with us and uh, we'll see you next time <laughs>